0: Hi guys, welcome back to Leaning In With Louise. As you guys can tell by the title of this podcast, I will be sharing stories on relationships. And I'm no relationship expert. I am not a relationship coach. I don't even know sometimes what kind of relationship I'm in. So I definitely do need a guest to be in this podcast today. I also just wanted to take a break from the self-love spectrum but obviously still touch on self-love because it is required for a good, hearty relationship. It is the core ingredient. And those ingredients are also called vitamin Cs and it is communication, compromise, commitment, compatibility, and companionship. And I was introduced to these five Cs by my friend and it's also made me reflect on relationships that i've had in the past and we are here to share you our lessons for all of you guys and these are tips from wholesome woman so let me just introduce to you my friend sarah
1: I'm Sarah.
0: <laughs> yeah. And <laughs> you want to tell them how we know each other, not that I kidnapped you to be in this podcast.
1: Yeah. So, Louise and I have known each other since we were in first grade, and I actually call her Margarita, but now she goes by Louise.
0: I've changed my name.
1: Um, so yeah, we've known each other since first grade in CAIS. And mm-hmm. since then, we've remained friends all throughout primary, upper primary. In our 20s. Teens. To death now. Yeah. Uh,
0: yeah. She is the oldest friend I have, actually. So she, I think she knows me quite well.
1: That's crazy. In
0: many stages of my life, which I yeah. think is really awesome that we're doing this podcast together. She is my first guest, by the way, y'all. So special. <laughs> um. <laughs> but the reason why i picked sarah to do this podcast specifically about relationships is that she and i have been in the same amount of relationships Mm -hmm. but we've both had very different outcomes um both uh relationships i guess were different in many ways i would think yeah and she has had luck with men <laughs> let me just tell you that when she tells you the story about how she met her boyfriend now like literally guys some of you would roll your eyes because that's what i did i was like are you fucking joking like how is this bitch this lucky <laughs> i'm kidding but no no you're not, <laughs> I'm not kidding. but yeah she and i just have had really different relationships and we're also very different when it comes to our types mm. and what we I mean I think we look for the same thing but our types are different yeah and yeah. I have am not that lucky <laughs> so
1: we're both two different people but we have we look for the same things and we have very similar values and I think like with both of us being the eldest of our um, amongst our siblings we have yeah we we have s- some values and some traits that we also are looking for in our significant other and Mm -hmm. i think
0: and that's like one of the ingredients to make a good relationship so it's not just about romance guys it's also about friendship okay Mm -hmm. so can you just tell me how many relationships have you been in
1: i have been in
0: two two she says (laughs) that in such an innocent way (laughs) (laughs) have you ever been in a
1: um, if I'm being honest, I actually asked Margarita. I'm gonna. I'm. I'm just gonna call her Margarita. Yeah, That's it's okay. fine. Okay. Um, I asked her what a situationship was. Uh mm-hmm. Um. So for some of you out there who don't know, as well, a situationship is like when you're dating someone online or like from.
0: Yeah, like you're just seeing someone. You're not really labeling it. Mm. Um. Yeah. I don't really recommend them, but.
1: I, it is what it is. <laughs> I had one very, very, very short one yeah. um, with a guy that I met on Tinder.
0: And you are in a relationship now, right?
1: Yes, I'm in a relationship now. For how long? Not with the same guy yeah. from Tinder. And we, my current one, huh. we've been together now for a year and four months, five months. Yeah. That's
0: a long time. Oh. And are you happy?
1: I'm very happy.
0: Did you hear that? She's happy if the boyfriend's listening to this. She's happy. I told him to listen to this. Okay, so we're just going to dive right straight into it uh, Mm -hmm. with our first relationship. So my first relationship was when I just finished... High school and I was seventeen years old. It was my first boyfriend, and we went to the same school together. He was a year below, but we were the same age, and I've known him on a friendship level. So it was never, just oh, I have a crush on him, or it was never mm-hmm. just you know the typical, like high school relationship where you two fancy each other. We just knew each other as friends mm-hmm. um, when we were we, when we were both in school, and then um, all of a sudden we took interest in each other Mm -hmm. and we started dating and we dated for about literally only like four months, (laughs) two months. Um, he was here in Hong Kong and then he had to go to the UK to go to college and we were going to commit to a long distance relationship. Um, Obviously, it didn't work out. We broke up mm-hmm. because distance got too hard. And mm-hmm. I was I was really shattered. Mm-hmm. Like, I remember I was so depressed. I bought myself, like, $1,000 worth of MAC makeup the next day. And I picked my siblings up, and my eyes were swollen. Mm-hmm. And I didn't really talk about it because yeah. it was my first heartbreak. Like, I never knew how to cope. Mm-hmm. and
1: Me too, actually. Yeah? Yeah. So mine mine's kind of similar like we we were both um we met in school we went to the same school we were friends as well mm-hmm. we were really good friends and then it, i guess it like slowly developed into um yeah a romantic relationship we were together for four years almost five mm-hmm. um right till right after high school and he went to the uk for uni and i stayed in hong kong and we also did long distance um i i don't like long distance it's really hard i just yeah. think it's especially when you're that young like yeah. you're you're at that age like 17 18 19 20 where you're supposed to grow into yourselves you know become your own person
0: mm-hmm. and
1: it's really difficult i think like being in a relationship with someone yeah um in the most um sort of important stages of your life and then with that having it be long distance it's just really hard
0: yeah but don't get me wrong i think like some long distance does work i mean i i know people who've done long distance and my parents yeah were long distance and i'm sure other people's parents were like that Mm. too because you know there wasn't um technology like there is now but people romanticize distance so much we think because it's like such like it's so worth the wait it's so worth the like the like the actual distance you know Mm -hmm. it's just like the heart the distance makes the heart grow Grow no fuck that it does not (laughs) sometimes okay it does not all right otherwise we'd all be dating someone from another continent okay true and for me i think at least one of my lessons is that when you're that young Mm -hmm. don't go in and expecting that you will for sure be husband and wife. Mm. Because like Sarah said, you are so young and that's mm-hmm. not even the most important parts of your life. Yeah. I feel like 20s is. Yeah. But staying in such a committed relationship that age, it's not it's not foreseeable, I don't think for some people, especially if you're not full full individuals, which mm. I obviously wasn't. Um
1: Don't get me wrong, like I think Yes, there are exceptions to the case. Mm -hmm. But, you know, like, that point in your life where you're just getting out of high school and you're entering uni, you are... Those are, like, pivotal moments in your life where you're still kind of discovering yourself. And...
0: It is not your life. Like, that relationship is not supposed to be your life. And a lot of girls, even guys, I feel like you guys, they get so obsessed or not obsessed but Mm. they develop this really strong need to always be together and i
1: think it's just yeah just basically something i guess to take home from that from both of our first relationships are don't don't lose yourself in a relationship you know you you have to you have to sort of build your own identities, find out what you like, find out what you don't like. This goes for anything, your interests, what you like in guys, what you like in girls, um, your your hobbies. There's so mm-hmm. many things you're still trying to learn. And we're both 23, 24, and we still are figuring that shit out. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah.
0: Yeah, my relationship with him now, we we don't talk, but I do, you know, hear about him or see him around. Mm. It's not negative though. I I don't, you know, look back and regret it. I don't hate him for mm. um breaking up with me over the phone. <laughs> and then he came back and then he didn't want to be with me. Mm. The distance actually wasn't the problem anymore. He came back um that and it wasn't part of the plan. Mm-hmm. And it also, you know, made me realize people change their minds. And I people would think, like, oh, you must have been so bitter that he didn't want to be back with you. I was like, no, not really. I was dating. Mm. I was on Tinder yeah. at that age. And, you know, it's not the end. So if you are young and you're listening to this podcast and you mm. think about going on a long-distance relationship or your boyfriend or your girlfriend is going to college or university elsewhere, mm. it's not the end of the world. Do not make Mm-hmm. that relationship the world at that age mm.
1: still be open to meeting other people um you know this is a time in your life where you're you're entering a new stage you're going to college you're going to uni you're mm-hmm. going to meet so many different people especially if you've been in the school like from seventh grade all throughout 12th um you're you're going to grow don't be afraid of that change and if if it does so happen that you and your boyfriend or you and your girlfriend are slowly drifting apart and growing apart... Let it be. Just, just let it be. Like, don't force it.
0: And, you know, if it's meant to be, it, it will be. <laughs> Seriously, it will. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, you and your ex are okay now. Yeah. I actually knew her ex. Like, we all went to same school together. Yeah.
1: Um. Yeah, we're We're good. We don't talk now, but we are... Um, it's like friends. past you. It's just yeah. like, yeah. I think... We, because we kind of all run in the same friend group, Mm -hmm. especially when a lot of our friends come back for the summer or Christmas, we still see each other in those bigger group hangouts, but it's, it's friendly. Um, I think we both put it past us, you know, we understand that that was a relationship that we had when we were younger and now we're both in two different like stages in our life and we respect that. Um yeah there's no bad blood.
0: So with the 5 Cs that I mentioned Sarah, which one do you think should have been the core ingredient for our first relationships?
1: Should have been
0: or something th- we definitely know now like mm. what was lacking. I think it could have been I think I don't think everything. I think compatibility and maybe communication for you. I think for both of. I well for me compatibility I think for both of us, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Different. Just yeah. different phases, different wants and yeah, needs. Yeah,
1: exactly. Yeah.
0: And commitment for me was commitment. Like I think for distance, mm-hmm. definitely, you know, look at how much you actually want to commit to someone right. because yeah. distance it's not easy. It's not fucking easy if you really want to commit to someone. Yeah. You have to know like what are the downsides and you can't just give up when shit hits the fan.
1: Commitment is like having a seven hour difference. And if one of you's mad, you have to know like, okay, this person's still probably asleep right now. And you have to just like suppress that anger. It's hard, you know, like if there's something that's bothering you, but you know that they are still sleeping or something like that, like- You
0: you, can't just like call them and be like, hello, like, aren't you gonna talk to me? They'll be like, babe, it's 3 (laughs) a.m. That never happened to me by then, but I, I'm just I'm just playing.
1: <laughs> Commitment is also like having having an endpoint, you know. If you're if you're going to have a long distance relationship, and yeah. for me and my ex, that just that was not on the table at that point. Like I I wasn't planning on moving to the UK. He wasn't yeah. planning on coming back to Hong Kong. So in that sense, it it was it just. It wasn't going to yeah. work.
0: But we are not experts with distance relationships. I feel like yeah. if I want to talk about that, I'll have someone who successfully yeah. had one. Mm. So please don't take our word for it. Right. Um, but I think our second relationship mm. has definitely taught us the most. Um, I've been really like expressive over my second relationship. Not even my podcast, but just like with my friends and, and on my Instagram stories where <laughs> I'm very much like you know, screw this, screw that. This is so. what, this is what I have happening. a lot of lessons in this one, but I'll try to keep it short and sweet. Mm-hmm. But, you know, why don't you tell your story first because she's in an actual relationship. I'm single, by the way, you guys. I'm very single, but doesn't mean I'm not interested in anyone, mm-hmm. you know. But I do think, like, things she's going to say in this podcast would help mm-hmm. single people or those seeing someone at the moment to really... decide Mm. if the relationship is worth Mm. going for i feel like i'm Mm. gonna learn a lot by the end of this podcast because i'm single but i am seeing someone and you know i need some tips
1: (laughs) i hope you i hope you know you do learn something yeah or someone can't take something away um yeah my i'm currently in a relationship um we've been together now for a year and four months we met on our roof.
0: Can you believe that? Her fucking neighbor. Like that's something you watch on a fucking uh, movie. Yeah, I know. She's dating her neighbor, guys. That's like, what it is. Like we are literal
1: literal next door neighbors. Um it's funny cuz um I, can I just tell the story? Yeah. So I was I was on the roof. Just picture
0: it, visualize it, okay?
1: <laughs> when I first moved to this place, like I me and my sister saw Like this guy next to us like i would see him studying on his roof and our roof kind of overlooks his room so i would see a cute guy and at that time i was just like oh he's probably not my age like how often do you see people in their 20s you know at home here in hong kong if anything they're probably abroad in uni and i was like yeah you can have it to my sister like you can have the guy i'm pretty sure he's closer to your age Um, and my sister is like 16. and one day like i came home and she was like I met I met our neighbor and I was like wait how old is he like do you think he's closer to my age or yours and she's like no I think he's closer to your age I'm pretty sure so fast forward to like our housewarming party on the roof um I just so happened to like I, I came up and my sister was talking to him and she was like oh hey have you met my sister um this is Sarah and she started introducing me and him to each other, found out that he was just like four years older than me. he had just um, moved from from Australia, and yeah, so that's how we met and From then on, I was like,
0: "Oh, um, can I tell them what he does too uh, okay he's a doctor you he's saving lives right now. Can you believe how romantic that is?" Her neighbor is her boyfriend and he's saving lives out there in this global pandemic. I mean, honestly. If and you, I'm working if you, from home. I'm not doing anything with my life. If you want me. her number to like kill her or something, feel free to ask me for it because like she's, she got very lucky with this one. <laughs> and he's quite, he's, and he's, he seems very sweet. I've met really him twice. He's, he's yeah. chill. <laughs> he's
1: really sweet. Yeah.
0: But I mean, do you guys have like arguments or is there anything that oh. you've learned that you haven't before?
1: A lot, actually, a lot. Um, I mean, where where do I start? I think because now, like, after my first relationship, I was single for three years, and I kind of, like, I guess it sounds so cliche and cheesy, but I sort of learned how to be happy single. Um, I was really happy, like, hanging out with my friends, um, working, and pretty much just, like, being being selfish with myself and my time. Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean, in hindsight, like I feel like that taught me a lot about being independent and not depending on another person for my feelings or to make me happy. So when I met him, I was at a pretty good place in my life. Like I I had a good supportive like friend group. Um, I was confident in myself. Don't get me wrong, I have days too. But yeah, I think one thing... What was it? Sorry, what was your what was your question? <laughs> I mean, what did just I like,
0: learn? Yeah, what did you learn or anything, you know? I would say <laughs> I feel like for you it would be compromised. Because compromise. her boyfriend is a lot this is something that I've observed because mm-hmm. her boyfriend is 29, eight.
1: Twenty
0: eight. And we are twenty three, twenty four, and yeah. I think when you date someone older. Yeah. You also have to get in that mindset that, okay, I'm dating someone older. They have older priorities. They have other priorities, especially if he's a doctor. You know, if your partner is someone of a profession like that, you need to understand, Mm. you need to make compromise. And this is something that she's, you know, before she's talked to me about, saying, like, she wants to meet him, and it's hard to see each other all the time, even though they're neighbors, okay? It's still hard for them to see. I think compromise is something that you've learned because yeah. with your other relationship, you guys were of distance, right? Yeah,
1: I'm, he was also a med student, so... That- oh, oh fuck. okay.
0: Well, she has a type. No. She only gave doctors. No. I didn't... I forgot that he was a med student. Oh, yeah. my God. Okay,
1: so he was also always busy, so I think naturally, like... <laughs> yeah, I mean... Like, throughout my three years of being, being single, I also had to learn. It was a good thing that I learned and loved, um, learned to love to be by myself, I guess, because when it comes to more mature relationships, you have to understand that that person will have their own friends, they're, they're gonna have their own life, they're only, they're going to have their own career, and in the same way, you should too, and, you know, both of you should be whole people before coming together. Sheena just took... Sheena yeah. just took chicken from the plate. That's the sound that it made. Freaking Sheena. Anyways, um, yeah. Actually, honestly, it's all five. Like I would say, with oh, you've
0: learned all five. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we have like another guest here, which I'll probably pound on in a second. <laughs> um, but yeah, you've learned I, like all
1: five. five. Yeah. You know, Sarah is
0: actually she's the one who told me about these. Actually, it was four C's originally. Mm-hmm. And then I saw online that there's also a fifth, with it, with, which is companionship. Yeah. And she told me this because I was really upset mm-hmm. over a situation recently. And she you know, told me to keep in mind these four mm-hmm. C's. And I was like, what are they? And she told me about them. And I was like, fuck. Mm-hmm. I should have thought about this in my second relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll that. probably tell you guys in a second. But is there anything else? I feel like... Oh, one thing you want an advice you would tell to someone who's, you know, sort of like deciding whether they want to date someone or not. Mm,
1: um, okay, one... Like
0: a ship. Right.
1: Uh, one is... Just do one you, simple. Do you, if you feel like you have a tendency of um, relying on another person for your happiness, that's probably a really good indicator that you might not be ready for a committed relationship yet. Don't get into a relationship um when you are not comfortable with being alone or enjoying your own company because it's not sustainable.
0: Yeah, that's really great advice cuz that was how I got into my second <laughs> relationship. So let me guys just tell you um about my second and recent relationship. Mm. Not so recent. It ended 2 years ago, but mm. yeah.
1: So how did you meet your second
0: X, X. Um, we met at a mutual friend's birthday party, my best friend's mm. birthday party um, around 2015. And it was like this instant connection. <laughs> That's what it felt like, um, but it wasn't, <laughs> let me tell you. Um, and I was, well, I was 18 years old. So I haven't really had t- single time since my last one from that. Mm. But I was 18, and we got together when I was 19. And we were together for about two years and three, four months on and off. That's long. It is a really long time. It felt like 20 years <laughs> just because of everything that happened in that relationship. Mm. Um, honestly, this relationship has taught me everything i know now like Mm -hmm. everything that i know what love is and what love isn't Mm -hmm. um it's also the relationship that woke me up to you know who i am now and things i want in a partner things i want for myself Mm -hmm. so i would say you know with the vitamin c's that i referred to in the introduction we lacked everything Mm -hmm. um you know, I was thinking about like what 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 vitamin C's did we have and i we honestly, we lacked everything, and we, you know, when Sarah told me about these vitamin Cs, like I said earlier, I really reflected on them. I never thought about it ever until now, mm-hmm. and I realized how important it is to consider these five c's, mm-hmm. but if there is one thing I think or one to two things that you should all take home with you if you are in a relationship, if you want to be in a relationship, or if you're seeing someone. I think communication is probably one of the most important ones because Mm -hmm. that is how you speak Mm -hmm. to each other. And Mm -hmm. love language is a thing. I did not know that, that... Love language is a thing. And mm. one of my other friends, she's sitting, like, right across me. She was the one who asked me about love language. Mm. And I never thought about it. And my one is actually... The first one is... Oh, shit. Quality time. Mm. And acts of service. Mm. And I never got that in my second relationship. Really? And, yeah. I mean, we never... I always wanted to meet but he had other priorities but that was the way I wanted you know to spend time with him and Mm -hmm. acts of service I guess because I'm very much used to doing things for other people as an elder sister as a people Mm. pleaser that was just like natural for me Mm -hmm. but I think communication because like if you cannot communicate with your potential partner, your spouse, then everything just falls apart. Like, if you hide things, if you don't say, okay, I'm unhappy, I want this, I want that, I want it that way, Mm -hmm. or I need, you know, to be held that way, I need you to talk Mm -hmm. to me this way, like, it makes such a difference, especially in the beginning. If your partner doesn't see that, then Mm -hmm. you'll just realize you may not be compatible, Mm -hmm. which sucks. (laughs) And then one thing... I think, companionship, too. Mm. And if you think about it, all these five Cs are also, like, for friendship.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: And with, you know, communication, compromise, commitment, compatibility, and companionship, it's Mm -hmm. all part of friendship. I think that's also why my friends and I work. That's why Sarah and I really, you know, we have Mm -hmm. a good relationship because Mm -hmm. we have these things. And companionship is really important in a relationship because you guys need to trust each other. You need to count on each other not necessarily depend but you know mm-hmm. you need to rely like yeah he, mm. you know he or she's got my back yeah i can say can we just talk and then mm. he'll talk to you yeah
1: you don't need to overthink it
0: like, yeah i think you just i think you me. need to have a friendship relationship yeah. even though it starts off just romantic i think you mm-hmm. still need to develop that friendship yeah. um core yeah right mm. so i you know for that second relationship i lacked everything and that's why it fell apart Mm. but I mean I don't know
1: so what's one thing you've learned from your previous two relationships
0: um I touched on a lot of the five c's and I said a lot um regarding you know if you are with someone already Mm -hmm. but I think if you are a person seeing someone right now and you're not really sure am i ready to be with him is he ready to be with me is she ready to be with me ask yourself commitment because when you start seeing someone you are going to really wonder is this going to go anywhere can he commit to me can she commit to me Mm -hmm. if you find yourself like asking like is he gonna ask to meet me is he gonna text me he only messages me like every other day Mm -hmm. and there's not enough effort Mm -hmm. then that is exactly how it might be in the relationship Mm -hmm. and you might he might just not put you as a priority I mean if that is what you both want is a genuine serious relationship ask yourself can he commit to me Mm -hmm. trying to pursue me in a dating phase because Mm -hmm. it makes or breaks a relationship too Mm -hmm. I mean it should be all lovey-dovey, and he should put in the work if he wants to. You. You're not easy, right? Mm. So I, we're just going to sum up the five Cs and how it's important to link these five Cs to self-love.
1: So I guess I'll sum up our five Cs.
0: Yeah, Sarah will sum it up because, like I said way in the beginning, I am no... Mm expert and i also am trying to figure out how to be, you know, a good partner i guess in a relationship mm-hmm. and also trying to understand what is a good relationship. Mm-hmm. Um and you know for this podcast it's not just me sharing what i've learned. I I do not um admit to learning or knowing everything. Mm-hmm. I you know, i i think when she explains this to you, i will also be learning at the same time.
1: Mhm. So I, I'm also learning as I'm growing, but yeah, essentially the five C's, you know, there's chemistry, connection, communication, compatibility, and companionship. So with chemistry, yes, you can have this natural connection in the beginning. You can both, it's, it can be sexual chemistry. It can be intellectual chemistry. Um, it's that natural gravitation towards each other, um, two is communication this is kind of self-explanatory can you communicate to one another in a respectful way three is communication oh wait no um compatibility you know that encompasses your values your future where do you see yourself in five years where does he see himself in five years do those values sort of align can you see yourselves and on the same page um do you both agree in terms of your definition of individual time and couple time like how much time do you need alone and what is quality time um as a couple there's all there's a lot there's like sex money kids handling stress or religion a conflict religion your beliefs Ethnic, yeah um and feeling safe you know can you support each other um, and support each other's needs mm-hmm. we also have companionship I think this is something I also recently told Margarita about yes you're in a romantic relationship with someone but you can't forget the fact that you're they're pretty much your friend as well yeah. so you have to you have to trust in the fact that that person is going to always have your back just like a friend would they are not going to talk to you in a hurtful way, just as like your best friend should. You know, I I constantly talk about this with my friends too, especially if they're talking to some a new guy, um, if they're scared about like texting him or worried that he's not going to text back. Mm-hmm. I just tell I just tell them you know, what. Just pretend you're talking to me, right? If you would ask me, "Hey, can we call? Like, can we video call?" I'm not gonna answer you like, "No, of course not." Why the hell would you want to call? In that same way, you should trust that if that person does ha- really like you, d- does like you, they're going to respond positively to you. Yeah, They'd be like, "Yeah, of course. Yeah, what's up? What's yeah. wrong?"
0: Honestly, guys, this like this whole vitamin C thing is such a new, such a new concept. That's why I can't speak right now because, um, – I don't know. Sometimes you know what what wing my relationships, but mm-hmm. you know she made good points. And
1: yeah, I think like all in all, you you should have a good amount of each, like a good amount of chemistry, good amount of con- connection, communication, compatibility, yeah. and companionship.
0: And you said something last time, like if if you're in a relationship and there's too much, let's say of. compatibility or, yeah, of one of the five Cs. Like, for example, if there's too much of communication and you think, oh, yeah, because we communicate really well, like, we're meant to be, but, like, in hindsight, you guys are probably not compatible. You have two different friends. You have different lifestyles. And sometimes you guys think you might have all the romantic... You might have, like... this. Be too romantic and then you Mm. just forget, like, wait, he's supposed to be awesome, my friend. It's too Mm lovey-dovey, like... Mm
1: -hmm. I think it's also, like, a lot of people when they first meet someone and there's this instant chemistry, whether it's sexual or just intellectual, they forget forget. about the rest. And that's, we have to remember, you can't forget about the rest because I mean, what we're all trying to achieve here is, you know, a committed relationship. Yes, you can have this really intense sexual chemistry, but that's not sustainable. Compatibility is what's going to get you to that commitment or to that committed stage. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah. I mean, it's not to say that obviously we can list down every single thing we want in a guy. Um but what the important part is like how do you want to feel when you're with this person and like how do you want to be treated in a mm-hmm. relationship?
0: Yeah, and you know, ask yourself, you know, everything that Sarah's just mentioned like what these all the 5 Cs represent because if you don't have them like i i call them vitamin c's because these like like the actual medicine or like the actual vitamin it helps keep you immune mm-hmm. it doesn't mean that you're never gonna get sick right but it means you can fight with yeah you can beat the virus you can yeah. <laughs> oh no, <sorry. laughs> like you can beat you know you can beat struggles you can beat yeah. u- ugly fights you can yeah. beat distance even so yeah. That's why I call them vitamin C's because they're like it helps you keep immune it helps you stay healthy. That's
1: a good point.
0: And also ask yourself like, can I, can I communicate? Can I compromise? Mm. Can I commit? Am I compatible to him? Mm -hmm. Am I a friend to him? Because it's not just about him; it's also you. And it might not be that he is the problem; it might be you. So you know, also ask yourself in a self-love context like. Can I communicate to myself? Like, am I self-aware? Can I reflect? Mm. Can I compromise my feelings with other pe- other people? Am I willing to be open to my emotions? Can mm. I commit to another one? Am I ready? Or do I just want to have fun? Yeah, You know, also know what you're about. Know your interests, you know. Mm-hmm. You know, know that you are have to make yourself whole. And most importantly, are you a good friend to yourself? Mm. You know, if you talk shit to yourself and if you look down on yourself, then... That relationship, the one you're going to get into, the one you want, is not going to happen. Mm. I just want to say thank you, Sarah, for coming to do this podcast. Um, I was really nervous because I don't know much about... I re- literally, guys, I'll repeat it over and over again. I'm like, I don't know much about relationships. <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah.
1: Thank you for having me. This is really fun. I was really excited. Yeah? yeah. Did we
0: sweat? We didn't sweat that much. I feel like it's okay. So thank you guys so much for tuning in with me again. Thank you to Sarah for joining us on this episode about relationships. This isn't the last episode about relationships. There's much more to share, much more to learn with me. But if anyone has a question about the five Cs, you know where to find me. And if you want Sarah's deets, feel free to ask. But just remember five C's of a relationship. They keep you healthy. They keep the whole relationship healthy and they even keep friendships happy. So see ya. Bye.